I'm Ken Benson, President and CEO of SIFMA, and I want to welcome you to the SIFMA podcast. Today, we're joined by Steve Ferranda, CEO of PFS Investments at Primerica, for a discussion on Primerica's efforts to serve middle-income savers. Steve Ferranda has served since March 2020 as Chief Executive Officer of PFS Investments, Primerica's broker-dealer and investment advisor. Primerica is the leading provider of financial services to middle-income households in the United States and Canada. As CEO, Steve oversees 18,000 securities licensed financial representatives who educate Primerica clients about how to prepare for a more secure financial future by assessing their needs and providing appropriate products like mutual funds, annuities, and managed accounts. She attended Keene University and spent six years in the United States Naval Reserve. For the last 44 years, Primerica has been committed to helping middle-income families and savers prepare financially for the future. A key component to successful financial planning is the advisor-client relationship. Today, we're going to hear more about Primerica's unique approach to working with middle-income clients, trends, challenges, and successes. On that note, Steve, thank you for joining us. And can you start maybe by telling us about Primerica's brokerage business and what makes it unique? Well, um, you know, in a nutshell, it's the community we serve, right? So if you look at us, we look like just about any other independent broker-dealer owned by an insurance company. But what makes us truly unique is our dedication to middle-income Americans. These are folks, you know, making thirty dollars to $100,000 a year, mostly dual-income families who really, really need the financial support and education that a, um, that a, that a rep, that an advisor can provide to them. So while, like I said, on the surface, we resemble any other insurance broker dealer, certainly from a regulatory perspective, certainly from a structural perspective, no other wealth management or broker dealer firm is dedicated to the middle market, middle income Americans as Primerica is. So Primerica conducts regular surveys of middle income uh, Americans, uh, your client base you're talking about, which looks at their financial preparedness, habits, and concerns. What is your most recent survey revealed about this demographic? Yeah, so I guess the good news is that overall sentiment in the it, among middle income Americans has improved from last year. That's the good news. You know, um, the bad news is that middle-income Americans still have real challenges. Um, you know, only 25% of middle-income Americans think they'll be able to provide a comfortable retirement for themselves. That's a problem. You know, that they, they have debt that's stacking up. Yes, they're saving more, and, and multiple studies have shown that people are saving more, um, but there are real issues with debt and saving for retirement. Also, what we've seen is that people feel better when they work with a financial professional. A financial professional can provide you know, a path for folks to feel a little bit better and to do something uh, about their future. So that's encouraging. Following up on that um, and thinking about the last year, really the last year and a half with COVID-19 and, you know, everything that, uh, you know, the industry has gone through and, and going remote, but, but more importantly, what kind of feedback have you gotten from, you know, your colleagues, your, your advisors and their engagement with their clients who have been through, you know, all sorts of different uh, circumstances and difficulties because of, of, of COVID? 
you know, it's a, it's a bit of a mixed bag, really. You know, one of the bright spots that came out of COVID is the ability to work remote. Now that's depending on, you know, what, what you like to do and your level of, um, of extroversion versus introversion, you know, that might be good or bad, but um, the, our ability and our, our representatives ability to leverage technologies, specifically Zoom, which we're doing right now, has meant that they have been able to um, be a lot more flexible with their time and respect their clients' time a lot more, right? So between our clients and our representatives, Zoom has enabled really um, more frequent, more meaningful, and more, more important and, and timely conversations, which, which yep. is good, which is a good thing to see. And yeah. I don't necessarily ever see that changing. Mm-hmm. I, I would think you're right. Yeah, once you've started down that path and 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 everybody's figured out the ease of doing that, um, yeah. I, I think really interesting and 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 a good thing. Um, so maybe shifting gears, your survey also documented some of the financial challenges facing women, you know, between the ages of 18 and 49. You know, why did you choose to specifically look at women, and 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 what did you learn? Well, we didn't specifically look at look at women, but women were included in the survey. And um, you know what we've seen is really no different from what the rest of the industry and really what the rest of the world has seen. And, and the sad fact is, is that women have disproportionately um, felt the impact of COVID. They, they have, you know, um, COVID has disproportionately decimated in industries that women have really dominated in, service industries, hospitality, restaurants, and, and, you know, with, with uh, the rise of kids, you know, being educated at home and having to attend classes at home, women have left their jobs in order to coordinate that. It's going to take some time for women to uh, recoup the gains that they have gotten over the years uh, that have been lost during COVID. And, and that's unfortunate. The good news as it relates to Primarica is that women make up 50% of our field force so I feel good about um, the opportunities that we're giving women, not just our, our independent folks in the field, but our clients as well. That's really interesting, particularly in, 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 in talking about the workforce in the field is, is, you know, I know the industry, and this is a SIFMA priority as well from our board on down of increasing diversity and inclusion. Um, you know, that also includes, you know, increasing the number of women who are in the, you know, in the financial advisory role. And clearly at Primerica, you all have, have made great strides there. Um, you know, uh, it, you know, we we both know uh, that you know, then, uh, you know, if, if you start saving earlier, the better off you'll be. But I imagine or wonder if you have, if many of your clients uh, have the common misconception that you need to have, you know, thousands of dollars saved up just to start investing. And and how how do you and your professionals, you know, change this narrative? And how do you approach uh, middle income clients to get them to start saving early? Well, it's not just our clients, it, it's everyone. Everyone, you know, most people have this misconception that investing is for the wealthy and only wealthy people invest. And it's so ironic and unfortunate because it's, it's middle-income Americans that need to invest, that, that 
even, even more so than, than wealthy Americans, right? So when our representatives meet with their clients, they are literally meeting at the kitchen table. We call them kitchen table conversations, right? And most of what they do when they're having these kitchen table conversations is educating, educating their community who are their clients on the importance of investing. And one of the really great things I had mentioned earlier, you know, that we are uniquely positioned and dedicated to middle-income Americans. One of the things that, that will show you that in a very transparent um, way is that we, we allow clients to start investing with us for $25 a month. $25 a month in an IRA just to start that um, investing mindset uh, and, and, you know, we do a lot of education, as I mentioned, around compounding. So it's that $25 a month that you're saving now that compounds down the road um, to, to help you retire a lot easier. So, you know, like I said, it's not just, it's not just teaching the importance of investing, but teaching the little steps that you can do that enable you to have a nest egg. So, you know, you, you, you talk about, you know, sort of you've gone through this, the, the you know, the kitchen, uh, you know, the kitchen table conversations, the, you know, the engagement, uh, your workforce out in the field. How does Primerica's culture lend itself to this type of hands-on approach? We have a, an extremely family-oriented culture. We, we have very much a family culture in the home office, and that is reflected in our field force as well. And um, what you'll see is, is families in business together in our field. And again, as, as I mentioned earlier, our field force lives in the communities they serve. They look like the communities they serve. So it is a very special culture that I am really pleased to say is reflected not just in the home office, but also in our field and amongst our clients as well. You know, it, it sort of taking that a step further as well. And we talked talked before when, when you had mentioned that that you know half of your uh, you know advisor field force are, are women, uh, and I, I noted the you know the industry's commitment to you know building a diverse and inclusive workforce. Um, and you're talking about how your workforce resembles the community, lives in the community. What steps? What other steps have you all taken at Primerica? It, it, it sounds like you're just doing a, a quite a bit here, and, and really a, a creating a model for building a, 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 a diverse and inclusive workforce uh, with a very much diverse and inclusive uh, client base. So our our diversity and our commitment to diversity is one of the things that I am most proud of at Primerica beyond the shadow of a doubt. And I, and I wish we could take credit for um, how diverse our field is and our home office employees. Um, while we take steps to encourage that and support that and foster that, it, it really was something that just happened organically. And it happened organically because our reps come from the communities they serve, right? And so when you look out, and Ken, as you said, you know, when you look at the wealth management industry and you look at where the United States demographically is going, we're becoming younger and more diverse a population. And I think, as, as you know, the wealth management industry definitely has to catch up to that right? We need to look more like the communities we serve. And, and that 
that gulf is widening. And I am, I am really proud to say at Primarica, there is no gulf. We do look exactly like the communities we serve because we come from the communities that, that we serve. So, you know, amongst our reps, we have various councils. We have our African-American Leadership Council. We have our Hispanic Leadership Council. We have our Women at Primerica. Um, those are dedicated to serving those constituencies, but those constituencies happened organically. And we're just, we're really proud to be able to, um, to, to serve those folks in the field. Yeah, that's that, that that that's just really really interesting and 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 an amazing story as well uh, of the company. Um, you know, before we wrap up, um, I, I wanted to ask, you know, given your you know your vantage point and your and and your experience in the industry, you know, and and what you're seeing from you know your field force and and your surveys. What does the future hold for middle-income investors, and what more can the uh, you know, can we do as an industry to encourage savings and investments as early as possible? Well, I'll tell you where we as a country have have let down our kids, and as a result, we're we're paying for it, and we'll continue to pay for it until we get this right. So we need to do more to educate our kids about personal finance. You know, I, it's so ironic. I remember spending so much brain power in school memorizing the quadratic equation, and I have never used that in my life, right? We're, and I'm sorry for all the math majors and physics majors out there, but, you know, we, we teach fairly obscure scientific theories, right? But we're not teaching kids how to balance a household budget, what a mortgage is, what an interest rate is why we have to be saving for our own retirement and can't rely on pensions anymore, right? Um, so, you know, I, I think we've left it up to folks like Primerica Field Force and, um, you know, wealth management firms out there to do a lot of the educating that quite frankly, we should be doing in schools. So I'm looking forward to a day when we have uh, in, uh, in as part of every school's curriculum, personal finance for kids. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I you know we at SIFMA with our colleagues at uh, the foundation uh, have, have the same view that that you know there more needs to be done as much as the industry does and 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 various industry driven foundations do in working with the schools. Really, sort of making this a mainstay of of, of the curriculum uh, is 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 terribly important. And so that's something we look forward to working with uh, with you all at Primerica and others across the industry on. Steve, I can't thank you enough uh, for spending a little bit of time with us today and, and giving us your views uh, uh, from uh, your vantage point at Primerica. And for our listeners, for more information on uh, SIFMA and wealth management uh, business, please go to www.sifma.org. And again, uh, Steve, thank you very much for being with us today. Thanks, Ken. <music>